Welcome to Masadi We Are Women, a platform uh, created to entertain, educate, learn and unlearn. I am the host of the podcast and my name is Baba Luam Tengenya, a content producer based in Bebeja in the Eastern Cape. Uh, today's topic is a borderline personality disorder. We speak to Nokanyan Duli who has it. Uh, BPD is a mental health disorder that impacts the way you think and feel about yourself and others. Um, it can cause problems in everyday life. It includes self-image issues, difficulty in managing emotions and behavior, and a pattern of unstable relationships. We speak all about that with Nokanya. Have a listen. So you were diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. Yes. How would you define it? Borderline personality disorder, it's often abbreviated as BPD, is a condition, a mental condition characterized by long-term patterns of unstable interpersonal relationships, distorted sense of self, and a strong emotional reaction. So sometimes you'll feel absolutely numb and sometimes you'll be really empathetic. And it falls under cluster B of personality disorders. And this is basically, it causes a loss of control of emotions. And this increases like impulsivity. So you'll do things without thinking about it lots of times. And another thing is that the, there isn't a definitive cause of borderline personality disorder, but mm-hmm. for most people, it's caused by prolonged sexual, physical, and um, mental abuse, especially like at a young age, and if you have distress, and if you had been neglected a lot. Uh, okay. And then what would you say triggered it for you? Or maybe you've had it for a long time. The, the symptoms for me, it was like this. It wasn't slight changes. It was always from zero to one hundred, and I had frequent displays of anger. I'd have like a lot of outbursts, even from the smallest things. I engaged like in impulsive and risky behavior. Like I'd spend money recklessly, uh-huh. or whenever I'd go out to drink, I'd drink really excessively, and I I had this sense of of loneliness to a point where sometimes I'd feel like people don't want to be around me so I'd have to emotionally manipulate them to stay around me and that was another big symptom for me and and then uh what would you say you want people to know about the the disorder really need to understand that you have no control of your emotions. That's what the disorder is basically about. It's a thing of the reason why it's borderline personality disorder is because you have been through such trauma at a young age to a point where at the point where you're supposed to be developing your personality, you don't get a chance to do that. So in most cases, you rely on somebody that you idolize for your personality. And it's usually diagnosed at a young, in young adulthood, because when you start to grow, you realize that the person is not perfect. So you start to crack and you don't know who you are anymore because your sense of personality was based on somebody else. So people need to understand that you're struggling with who you are. You're having an ongoing identity crisis. So it's important to try and understand that the things that people who struggle with borderline personality disorder, things that they might do or say sometimes, 
are not things that they can control because they don't understand how they're feeling and how to interpret it and project it. Is it? So it's not depression. It's another condition. It's, it's completely it's a completely different mental condition because for me i was diagnosed with depression anxiety and self-harm addiction when um in 2018 yes i was 16 and then as i grew i didn't go on medication i was slacking in therapy and it got to a point where it grew into something else where when i was finally diagnosed um last year at the end of last year uh they had said that no even though you were depressed at this point it's no longer that it's no longer just this prolonged sadness that that is deep and eternal it's this thing of you have bipolar type 2 now so you have these two different struggling thoughts and you have borderline personality disorder. So now you're struggling with who you are and how to identify with that. You also have anxiety. So even though borderline personality disorder and bipolar, anxiety exists within both those conditions. I have anxiety on a different separate level. So depression can people who have borderline it usually stems from depression sometimes so you start out having depression but it's it's not depression it's a completely different mental condition oh okay and then uh, let's say now a person does come out and say i might have the symptoms um if they do go to a doctor what kind of help will they receive um if you go to a doctor what will you happen is that you will be booked for a psychiatric evaluation yeah. okay. so most of the times it's, it's it's very that you end up going there and saying that i have these symptoms you will have like maybe panic attacks or anxiety attacks or other people that will be seeing that no there's something wrong and you go to the hospital and you get a psych evaluation and in psych evaluations people usually think that like they have the stigma that the psych ward is for crazy people and whatnot but where you start out is the psychiatric clinic so at the psychiatric clinic you just go in um with a psychiatrist mm-hmm. and with the psychiatrist they basically ask you a series of so conversations the they basically speak to you they ask you questions about your childhood ask you questions about how you react to certain situations so they give you scenarios and they draw out who you are what you project to a point where they can see in your small behaviors like if you're a person like that if you have anxiety and you usually tap your foot or you move your fingers or you stare around a lot they'll pick up on all those things and then they'll go speak with the superior and then you'll get diagnosed so it's, it's a very even though it, it, it's, it's slowish because there's a lot that they ask you but it's a very calm process is it and then you know how with depression, yes. you get like your antidepressants. Um, so with PBS, um, what do you get with the disorder? For personality disorder, um, I would say what differs with the type of medication that you might get or antipsychotics, which what it does, it's elanzapine works for people with schizophrenia, which is also a personality disorder mm-hmm. and borderline personality disorder as well. Because when you have that, you have these things where, let's say, you have trauma from 
uh, incident of sexual trauma and somebody said something to you while they were doing something to you. So you have this thing where the thing that they said will lurk in your mind so much that you'll think that you're hearing it. Or when somebody speaks to you, there's some say something like that, and that triggers you like really badly. So the antipsychotics help stop that. They help get you back into just being okay and thinking about it. And then we get mood regulators. So mood regulators help a lot because what you struggle with is mood swings. And with mood regulators, they just help to ensure in the mood that you're supposed to be. So they don't like people usually think that they kill your emotions completely or they make you completely happy or numb but what they do is they help the hormones that are being released in your brain release at the time that they are supposed to and then you get sleeping medication as well because you usually struggle with sleep ah okay and then are you are black and you're also a woman um, was it difficult yes. coming out maybe to your family? And do you think um, there's still education, there's still a need for education for our communities? Yes, yes, yes. As, as, as a Black person, I feel like it's very, very difficult to have conversations about mental illness mm-hmm. because there's the stigma that if you have a mental condition, you're crazy. Case closed. Like I had this, this, this era where when I started speaking about what had happened to me when I was a child because I was sexually abused from the ages 5 to 12. Mm. So I kept that in for a very long time and I only started coming out in 2018 when I was in grade 11 when I was depressed and acting out. And there there were some people that women that when they speak to you, uh, they give you the sense of no, as women, we go through it, especially in South Africa as black women, your your mothers went through it, your your grandmothers went through it, you need to be strong and mm-hmm. whatnot. And that's that about it. Yes, being will not give you a lot of all of that. And it, it, that that's really difficult because once that comes into play, you can't speak about anything anymore. You're now afraid to speak. You're afraid to confide in other people. And it, it's difficult. But what's important is that Yes, like you said, there's education that needs to be given. Like, I, as a person, I felt that I'm a writer, and I feel it's very important that whenever I write, I put that in for other people to be able to understand that we do live in a society where mental conditions exist. They've Mm -hmm. existed for years and years, but we've been burying it because of stigmas and whatnot. And now we're at an age where we can speak about things. So we need to speak about that. There's different things that happen to us as people, especially in South Africa, because there's a lot of different types of crime. So we struggle with these things. And mental illness, depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, personality disorders, all of that is not like this white people illness. It's not. It's not. We all struggle with it. And it's even worse as Black people because we go through so much growing up in townships, farm areas, even in growing up in suburbs, it's hard because there's always these stigmas that, yeah, yeah, you a cheese boy, you a cheese girl, you know? So there's all these little things that, you know, build up that we need to start recognizing. We need to start introspecting and 
understanding that it exists and we need to support each other and educate even the smallest of children about this so it's no longer taboo and then uh, this is my last question and back then to us uh, my last question will be as us as community as sisters friends family colleagues um what support can we then give to those who are actually suffering with the disorder the first thing i feel is reassurance mm-hmm. reassurance is really important because they really we, we really struggle with knowing who is really there for us. Sometimes we feel like people are only there because we're constantly there with them and they pity us. So once you reassure someone, you open a space where they're comfortable with you and they can be able to lean on you and you become a support system for them. And another thing is listening to them when they speak. It's important to listen to them because they feel different things in the weirdest of times and they can't understand what they're feeling. So once they speak about it and you listen listening to them they can also hear what they're actually saying and they can introspect and understand that wow so this happened and this happened and once you start listening to them you understand how they were triggered so once you identify their triggers you can be able to avoid triggers and create a safe space for them because even though you can't eradicate everything that could trigger them once you are able to create a safe space for them you can educate others that are around them as well that no usman man doesn't like this this and that because of this and once you stop doing that you open them up and they're able to become better and learn things about them and this because they aren't triggered all the time and another thing I feel like that's very important. Oh, yes. Just love them. Care for them. Nurture them. See, when they're angry and going crazy, just, like, don't, like, shut shut out all of that or just walk out. Just let them go crazy. Let them do everything as long as they can see that, wow, this person is staying for me, even though I'm doing this, this, that. Not that you should tolerate disrespect or whatnot, but when yeah. you see that it's out of their control and you stay for them, they can see that, okay, why? There's somebody that actually loves me, even though I'm going through this. They're mm-hmm. here for me, so I'm still a person. I can make it. Then that way you give them hope. Thank you so much for tuning in and please do follow us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, It's Mosadi, we are women. Have a great week and stay blessed.